Yo, episode 193, We Made It Podcast, back in the building, riding solo dolo today, but it, it, but it's all good, you know what I'm saying, because, uh, let me let me fix this camera just a little bit here, um, I, I don't think I fixed it, uh, riding solo dolo, it's all good because uh, we're just recapping the PSG versus Barcelona match today, um, Caesar, I think, was able to watch it, but like, I'm just gonna, I mean, we already know what happened, so I'm just gonna recap it real fast. And I'm gonna be releasing an article on Medium. Go follow on Medium. Uh, we, made, we made a podcast on Medium, the uh, article sharing net, uh, website. I have a few other articles on there. The biggest being Gareth Bale is washed. Um, I wrote an article. I want to say, let, let me see when I started it. <laughs> I started this article on March 3rd, today being March 10th. Um, I started an article based on Barcelona losing this match. Also, it's raining pretty hard, so hopefully the rain doesn't pick up too much of the microphone. Um, but it is uh, pouring pretty uh, loudly. But I started this article on March 3rd based on if Barcelona was to lose against PSG. Well, not just lose, but um, not advance. Questioning Barcelona and their future. So I'm going to ask, I'm going to present some of the questions in this recap, maybe after the recap. Uh, but let's get into the match. Um, PSG came into this match leading 4-1 on aggregate. Those were four away goals. Let's not forget that. Um... But, you know, we have the history of the Roman... I always forgot to Remontanda? I always forget the actual word. But um, we have that history of Barcelona coming back from being 4-0 down against PSG. But those were four home goals that PSG scored that time. This time, PSG scored four away goals. Um, so it was going to be much harder for Barcelona to come back. Well, I guess Barcelona did have one home goal. So if they, if they won three zero today, they would have won the, won the tie. Well, no, um, no, they would have still lost actually. If they won three zero today, they would, they would need four zero actually. Yeah, and knowing Barcelona this season, that was not going to happen. But um, so I wasn't really tripping that much. Like I, I like there were some times where I was kind of like, "Dang, you already wrote this Barcelona article." Barcelona, I was like, "Damn, what if PSG lose? Should I write an article for them too?" But I was like, "Nah, you know what? Barcelona ain't coming back. I watched too much Barcelona this season to know that they're not going to come back in this tie." But anyway, let's get into the match. Um, playing at PSG uh, in Paris. Apparently, there were some reports that there was like. Um, fireworks and loud music outside of Barcelona's hotel. They always try to make that be a big deal, but I'm sure it's not. Um, Draxler started today, which I thought was good. I, I like. I still like Draxler. I mean, quiet is kept. I like Draxler more than Di Maria, but like, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. And if you've been listening to We Made a Podcast, you know why. Um, it's because Di Maria is left-footed. Um, and on Barcelona's side, Dembele started and the ghost Antoine Griezmann started and one of the middle schoolers, Pedri started. Um, <laughs> okay. Let's get into an eighth minute. You had a yellow card. Kurzawa 
Um, he fouled Dembele close to the box. Bad foul. Um, Kurzawa is always good for a for a mistake. It was, I mean, it was it was a certified yellow card, and it was definitely in Messi's range in the eighth minute. So that was kind of scary. But it was a terrible free kick by Messi, sent it way up over the bar. Um, after that, I put that both players. I'm sorry, both teams playing bad, and like kept on losing the ball. I guess that's nerves. Thirteenth minute, Osman Dembele had a good chance on goal. He shot the ball way up over the bar. Fifteenth <laughs> minute, I put Busquets is so slow, and then in the sixteenth minute, right after that, I put Mbappe looks tired. Eighteenth um, minute, you had another Osman Dembele shot that was saved. Twenty first minute, I put that Barcelona is on PSG, but it's not like super threatening. Um, obviously, you know there there were some saves that Killer not Killer Navas had to make. But, um, like, I wasn't too, I wasn't like, oh my God, like, for sure Barcelona's about to score. Like, at no point did I really feel like that. Um, let's see here. That was the 21st minute. 23rd minute, oh, uh, Sergio Dest almost had a, had a goal, um, the fake American. Uh, he shot the ball, it like, actually, Kevin Navas saved it off the bar. Um, what does this even say? Oh, 24th minute, I put that Barcelona's trying everything. Um, 25th minute, yellow card on uh, Men- Mengueza. I don't know who that guy is. I be seeing him, I'm like, who's that guy with the ponytail? Like, where did this dude come from? I should look him up, actually. But, um, then right after that, 28th minute, I see Icardi on the ground. And I'm like, damn, is Icardi hurt? They showed a replay uh, to kind of see what happened because I was thinking like maybe he just pulled up on it like a hammy. But I was like, wait, did he get stepped on? I'm like, wait, is that a penalty? And they looked, they, they showed it a couple more times. Like, oh, that's a penalty. Now the controversy is that the cross that was coming into the box, there was no way that Icardi was going to get there, but he was fouled in the box in the course of play. Um, it was before, it was before um, Ter Stegen got the ball, but there was no way that cross was going to get to him. So it's controversial, and that well, it's not controversial because the rule is that it's a penalty. But should that not be a penalty? Uh, I'd ask the PSG talk guys, uh, like we, like the P, like I tweeted with the PSG talk guys um, about that, and they said like maybe it should be a free kick outside of the box or like something else. I can't remember what they said. And I kind of feel them on that. Like, there's some rules that happen. In, and they, they mentioned, like, how it's so hard to score. Um, I wish I could ask Caesar about that. Hopefully I can remember to see, like, what he thinks about that. Um, I don't love that that's a penalty because I kind of think of it in American football standards. Like, if it's it won't be pass interference if the ball is uncatchable. Um, so, but, 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 but. It could be a personal foul. So, like, (laughs) get into the weeds a little bit, but let's say the ball is going, like, way over. Like, you cannot technically, or, like, the the quarterback throws the ball, the ball is going, like, way up over out of bounds. You cannot do a pass interference, but if you were to, like, hit the dude or, like, do something kind of just, like, you know, like if you were to like step on him or hit him, the the wide receiver, if you're like the corner of the safety or whatever, 
you can get a personal foul call. So it's hard to say, man. Like, it's hard to say. Oh, but according to the rules, it's a penalty and whatever. Like, that's just how it goes. Um, but but I'd, I'd like to talk to Caesar about that to see what he thinks. Um, so anyway, the penalty was called. Longley got a yellow card also for that. And it went to VAR. Um, Mbappe steps up for the penalty, makes it 35th minute. Junior, The fake Brazilian junior fear pro comes on for Mingueza. I don't know if he's hurt or not. Um, but... He had already had a yellow card. I don't know if uh, Coleman was trying to like pretend he has tactics or if, if dude was hurt. He didn't seem like he was hurt though. Um, but right after that, your boy Lionel Messi, definitely not YNW Messi, said hello. Got a got a beautiful Golasso outside of the box. So mad at Verratti. So Verratti's like coming up in front of him, but just kind of like lets his body momentum take him to Messi's right side. I'm like, what are you doing? Like. Even if you're not expecting him to shoot from that far away, which is like, I mean, yeah, it's a long way out. And that that ball had to uh, swerve like it did for it to go in because Keller Navas can save anything. Um, I'm like, don't let your body, like, don't even let your body momentum, momentum give him that lane. Because even if he wasn't going to shoot it, he can make the pass better if you give him his left side and his left foot. Verratti, like, I don't know if, I can't even say if it's lazy or if it's just dumb because defending in soccer is just, like, ridiculous. Um, But he kind of let his body momentum carry him past Messi. But even if he didn't go very far past him, he went into his, like, right side and gave Messi that lane to shoot the ball or and, and just to, like, have his left foot as an option. And Messi took advantage of it. He's a very good player, and he should. Um, so it's 1-1 at this point. 38th minute, your boy Dion got a yellow card. Uh, 42nd minute was a really good save by Keller Navas on Busquets. He kind of, like, kick-saved it. Um, then, here we go. 45th minute plus one. Penalty called on Kurzawa, who fouled Griezmann in the box so clumsy. Ended up, like, kicking him, <laughs> like... And, and it was annoying because it's not like Griezmann even like Griezmann had the most absent first half you can imagine and whole game basically. Um, but he ends up like Kurzawa just ends up kicking him and he just like happens to be in the box. They're like both going for a ball. So, you know, this is like the worrying moment for PSG fans for sure, even though like they shouldn't be worried. Um Messi steps up for the penalty, and it is saved by Kaylor Navas. Um, really good save. Uh, it, it, another one saved off the bar, but it, but it was a good save. Way to get on top of it. And you know what? Like, honestly, like, Kaylor Navas, I mean, just to show a little bit of love to him, like, I think that one of the things that makes Kaylor Navas so good is that, like, he's not very big. Like, I honestly don't think that a goalie needs to be like uh, Cotois or like De Gea or like Oblak. Like, you don't really need somebody that big. Like, you need somebody that can cover ground. And usually someone that's a bit smaller is more nimble um, and especially able to get down faster. Um, so, Kaylor Navas is very athletic and his size makes it makes it so 
he can like really cover ground and like you know i i feel like it's kind of antiquated like thinking like okay you gotta have some big old dude in the goal and it, i mean and not like big like girth wise but just like kind of long and it's like yeah like that person when he just puts his arm out yeah it goes farther than Kaylor Navas to say let's compare it to Courtois yeah if he just puts his arm out yeah but like it may be that because someone a little bit more compact has like better twitch of uh, quick twitch movement like they can be more explosive diving out to the left and right getting low faster and stuff like that so Kaylor Navas like I've always liked him a lot as a goalie uh, Caesar used to not like him, but then he learned to like him in that Champions League run by Real Madrid. <laughs> and the, one of the things that makes him so good, I think, is his size, not being like oversized. And 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 you know that that's not something even like crazy to say because definitely one of the things that makes Messi uh, used to be so good. I'm just joking, but like Messi be good is his size. Like when you're small, it, like you're, he's small, so it's like harder to get the ball off of him because he's like his feet are so close to the ball. And like, you know, even if you're like taller than him, it's like you got to reach your leg out kind of more. And even in other sports like size, uh, being smaller size is a a factor. I won't get into all of it. But anyway, that was like uh, the penalty saved. Keller Navas a really good save. A little help from the bar. We go into halftime 1-1. I wrote that Griezmann's been absent. (laughs) Then uh, going into the second half, Diallo comes on for Kurzawa, which I thought was a good move. That was smart because Kurzawa could have easily gotten a second yellow in that first half. Um, Diallo actually been playing well lately. I, I feel like he's gotten a little bit more confidence. I want to say he was against Nice. There was some game I saw him playing, and I hadn't seen him in a long time. So like when I saw him, I didn't even remember who it was. I was like, oh, that's, uh, what's his name, Diallo. And when I was watching him play, I'm like, damn, he looks like pretty confident on the ball, like making little moves and stuff. I never used to see him do that before. But he was like dribbling, like you know, doing little moves on people, trying to trying to like actually get around people while playing left back, which is like rare for any PSG fullback. Um, so he came on in the second half, fiftieth minute. Uh, Gay got a yellow card. Um, I, I wanted to give Griezmann some love. There was a good defensive play by Griezmann on Mbappe, like way back on the ball. Um, it wasn't a, necessarily a counter attack, but Mbappe had the ball going like getting ready to put himself in a shooting position and uh, Griezmann tackled the ball off of him. I mean, you got to do something if you're not going to be any kind of offensive threat. 59th minute, your boy Danilo X Machina and Di Maria came on for a gay and Draxler. Right after that, I put Mbappe is tired. Um, 61st minute, there was a really great block by Marquinhos on a messy shot, um, like right there in front of the box, like right there in front of the goal. Um, Serginho Dest came out for the middle schooler Trincao. Right after that, I put my, I was like, I put some Z's on it. This game's kind of boring. <laughs> and anybody watching, like, you know, the game was boring in the second half. Um, there were some more, there were some more uh, subs. Who cares? Um, yeah, really nothing happened. 90th minute, Mbappe missed a shot, and that was pretty much it. The game ended 1 1, and. You know, the second half was pretty boring, but it was all good. Um, what I want to, I want to like, like, obviously it's a big deal that Barcelona is out again in the round of 16. Um, 
and they're not making it to a semifinal at least. And I did write this article, which I'm going to be posting very soon. Um, and you can go to wemadeitpodcast.com. There is a link for the Medium site on there. But I want to ask these questions in regards to the future of Barcelona and for the future in the future of Messi. This is just some questions that like happen to be in the article. So I'm just going to like find them. Um, oh, oh, one of them was, what does it mean for, and, and I guess I'm just doing this. Like you can kind of answer them yourselves whenever we post this on Instagram or Twitter, you can comment, I guess. Um, or you can leave a comment on the article cause it'll be in there. What does it mean for Barcelona? If Messi truly leaves the club in an acrimonious manner, Ooh, can Barcelona's reputation recover from that level of bad press? We'll see. You know, Messi was talking about he wanted to leave in the summer, and 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 we saw a lot after that, and we saw a lot before that. But like, you know, Barca Gate was before that. Then that led to right. I think that was before that. I can't even remember. But that led to Messi wanting to leave. Yeah, it was before that. It led to Messi wanting to leave, and you know, it's been bad since then. One other question. Will big players want to go to Barcelona after the player that made them who they are in the modern age left the club with a sour taste in his mouth after all the Barca gate drama and with all the pressure to fill his shoes, his being Messi's? Mm. Is Messi replaceable? I don't know. Uh, will the Barcelona fans care if Barcelona performs or, or will Messi leaving? Oh, man, I don't know if you heard that thunder uh, there. Okay. Will Barcelona fans care if Barcelona performs well or will Messi leaving be a forever stain on the club for the fans? How long would it take for the club to be forgiven and how bad will the riots at the gates be? And I put see late January in Marseille. <laughs> um, there's a few other questions I put on here. I'm actually seeing some typos too. I gotta make sure I catch those. Um... Maybe that's it. But yeah, you know, a big failure for Barcelona today. Um, And it was a big failure in the first leg, you know, losing like that at home. But we'll see what happens. You know, we'll see if like Messi scores like a hat trick against Elche and they just forget about this. I did tweet the other day, we did a podcast on Twitter that the football media forgets about Champions League until the day of, like literally. Um... You know that a team like Barcelona's goal is to win Champions League. It's not to win the league. We know they can win the league. Like, it's to win Champions League. Or at least perform well. They left Champions League last time in the daggone 8-2. This time, time they're leaving uh, uh, 5-2 on aggregate. That's embarrassing. The goals being what? Um, uh, That Messi goal. Also, I forgot what the other goal was in the first leg. But, um, yeah, like, come on now. It's embarrassing. So, we'll see what happens. Uh, we will see how this uh, plays out. You know, like, it's been what, six years now of failures in Champions League. And, you know, some of those are to, like, lesser competition. And uh, PSG not even having, you know, although, like, I mean... You could argue that Mbappe is their best player, but, like, their most creative player is Neymar, and Neymar wasn't there for both legs. Like, come on now. Wait, was he not there for both legs? What the hell? I am tripping. Um, I kind of want to go to my old notes. 
I think he wasn't there for both legs, right? Um, yeah, no, he wasn't there for both legs. Oh, I found it too. Let me see who the what the goal was in the first leg. Oh, it was a messy penalty. I hope y'all. I don't know if y'all hear that um, that thunder, but boy, that is loud. Um, so yeah, I mean, we got a messy like two messy goals, <laughs> and then Mbappe just like murdering them. Um. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. You know, P, uh, Barcelona going out to a Neymarless PSG. You know, the only way that this could look good, the only way this could be okay for Barcelona is if PSG end up winning winning Champions League. That now they're like hoping that PSG wins Champions League, so they can well at least we lost to the winners. You know, but. I don't know if that'll happen. Anyway, um, that's the recap of PSG versus Barcelona. Champions League round of 16. Second leg tie. And make sure that you go read the article on Medium. Uh, comment. and Make sure you follow us everywhere. And make sure you holler.